God Most High. Your ways are not our ways, for your kindness is lavished equally upon all. Teach us to welcome your mercy towards others, even as we hope to receive mercy ourselves. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in union with the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Isaiah teaches us that the thoughts of God are not the thoughts of human beings. God is rich and forgiving. Reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked person forsake their way and the unrighteous person their thoughts. Let that person return to the Lord that he may have mercy on them and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. St. Paul notes that whether he lives or dies, his life belongs to Christ. As much as he longs to die and live with the risen Christ, he is aware that the church community needs him to continue his preaching ministry. Reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians. Brothers and sisters, Christ will be exalted now as always in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, living is Christ and dying is gain. If I am to live in the flesh, that means fruitful labor for me. And I do not know which I prefer. I am hard pressed between the two. My desire is to depart and be with Christ, for that is far better. But to remain in the flesh is more necessary for you. Live your life in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus spoke this parable to his disciples. The kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the laborers for the usual daily wage, he sent them to his vineyard. When he came out about nine o'clock, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace, and he said to them, You also go into the vineyard, and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went. When he came out again about noon, and about three o'clock, he did the same. And about five o'clock, he went out and found others standing around, and he said to them, Why are you standing here idle all day? They said to him, Because no one has hired us. He said that to them, You also go into the vineyard. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his manager, 
Call the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and then going to the first. When those hired about five o'clock came, each of them received the usual daily wage. Now when the first came, they thought they would receive more, but each of them also received the usual daily wage. And when they received it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, These last worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us, who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to one of them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to the last the same I give to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Are you envious because I am generous? So the last will be first, and the first will be last. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The first will be last, and the last will be first. I always hated when this scripture text would appear in our Sunday readings. And one of the reasons I hated it was because at my parish in Johnstown, my mother was a member. And my mother was the little Croatian lady with the hair in the bun, and she always sat right there. And when I would read this gospel text, she would do this. Didn't say a word, but you knew. Charlie, this is not right. I would go home for lunch, and then she would tell me that verbally. What, what's that? Scripture is not right. It's not fair. And my answer was usually, well, then you take it up with Jesus. It's his story. It is a difficult parable for us to comprehend. We're so used to, you get paid for what you do, right? You get paid for the number of hours you put in. That's fair. That's the way it works in a capitalist society. But that's not the way it works in the kingdom of God. The values of the kingdom of God are different than the values of a capitalist society. Some people will be shocked and perhaps offended to interpret this text as like socialist teaching, but in fact, the gospel of the kingdom of God is enlightened social teaching. What the teaching tells us is that God is generous, that everything is a gift from God, and that we have no call, no right, to take more for ourselves than we would have God give to other people. Makes us uncomfortable. 
In an essay published, and this is the part I have to read, okay? In an essay published in the Christian Century in August of last year, a rabbi, Shai Held, writes that much of our religious practice amounts to a hoax that we try to perpetrate on God. Hmm? Religious practice, a hoax we try to pull off on God. We say to God, we give you worship and you just mind your own business. Your place is in the church, in the synagogue, or the mosque. But out of our workplaces and our voting stations. You are the God of religion, not the God of economics or politics. And Rabbi Held writes, <laughs> and God laughs. If you want to worship me, God says, you are going to have to learn to care about what I care about and whom I care about. And as the Bible never tires of telling us, God cares about the widow, the orphan, the stranger, the poor, the oppressed, and the downtrodden. The rabbi continues, if those people don't matter to us, then God doesn't really matter to us either. God cares about the widow, the orphan, the stranger, the poor, the oppressed, and the downtrodden. And if those people don't matter to us, then God doesn't matter to us either. You know, Pope Francis in his letter, Laudato Si, talks about the teaching of the church, the common good. And in the common good, we must provide for and protect the poorest among us rather than allow them to face peril. The principle of the common good becomes logically and inevitably a summons to solidarity with and a preferential op option for the poorest of our sisters and brothers. Summoned to solidarity and a preferential option for the poorest of our sisters and brothers. The values of the kingdom are the values of justice for all people, 
the values of accepting God's generosity and compassion for all people and being instruments of that compassion and generosity. If you have a problem with that, if that sounds too much to you like enlightened socialism, you better take it up with Jesus. The last shall be first. The first shall be last. What does that mean? Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.